Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. couple things I want to read. I want to go first to John's Gospel, chapter 15. <clears throat> John 15, and we'll read 1 through 8. <clears throat> this is Jesus talking to his disciples. <clears throat> and he said this. He said, I am the true vine. True means genuine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean. Through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Mm. <clears throat> if a man abideth not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And man gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified. Listen to this, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. And one other verse I want to go over here in the Song of Solomon. That's right after the book of Ecclesiastes. There's one verse there I wanted us to look at. And that's verse 15. And it says, Take us the foxes, the little foxes, that spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just pray God this morning. As we look at your word, God, we pray for your help, that you would help us to understand it, help us to preach upon it, pray for the Holy Spirit to come and give us the strength and the knowledge, Lord, to bring forth this message today, God. For like Jesus said in these verses, without me you can do nothing. And we realize that this morning, God, that without you we are nothing and we can do nothing. Help us, Lord, to see, give us the spiritual eyes to see, Give us the spiritual ears to hear what your word is saying to us today, God. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you know, um, your life and my life and how we act, the things we do, the way we walk, shows us our character, shows who we are. Amen? And people see that, and people, um, they, uh, uh, they, when you claim to be a Christian, when you claim to be a child of God, they look at you a little bit different. Okay? They're looking at you, and uh, because you say you're a Christian, you go to church, and, and they're, uh, so they know that you're not like them, but they're watching. They're watching everything we do. Amen. And I want to tell you something. There's many people today that are not in the church. There's many people uh, today that are lost and will stay lost because they have watched the lives I didn't even know I was going to get into this. They watched the lives of people who were Christians, or so-called Christians. They watched their lives, they watched the things that they've done, huh? and it discouraged them. Huh? They, they, they have seen that their life really, and the things that they do, are not too much different from them. Huh? I've seen it down through the years. Huh? I've talked to people and asked them to come to church and invite them to church. Huh? And we get to talking and they say, well, huh? so-and-so or this, or so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that. Or uh, uh, these Christians and these people I know that calls themselves Christians, huh? they fight and they bicker and, they, and they're into it huh? just like we are. Huh? What's the difference? Why should I go over there when, it's, when they act like I did? It's so important that Christ lives in us. Right. It is so important that we are in the divine Son of God. The true vine, the genuine vine. Amen? And we're connected to Him. Amen? And we walk in the Spirit of God. And not walk after the flesh, the carnal man. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. This is where it's at. Jesus explains the divine human relationship by the analogy of the great vine. Jesus is like. Jesus, excuse me, Jesus is like the main vine. The disciples were compared with the branches. The Father tends to the branches like a gardener. It is believed that Jesus gave this analogy when he and the disciples were in the upper room. They left the upper room and they started walking to Gethsemane where he was going to suffer in that garden where God was going to put the sins of the world on him. 
and they were walking from the upper room to Gethsemane, and it said that that the grapes at this time of year were budding. And he gave this analogy of the vine and the branches and the fruit that needed to be bare. So they understood, huh? That was the livelihood in Bible times, vineyards, huh? I tell you, uh, I remember, and I, before I forget this, I remember going out to California. Uh, a friend of mine was uh, out there, and uh, he went out there on, on work, and uh, I got to talking to him, and he said, uh, why don't you come? I said, I'm thinking about coming out there. I got the weekend, and, and uh, I could take Friday off, and then I'll come back Monday. Then I was going to start my vacation. So I went out there to visit him, and... Uh, we went out to, uh, went to the, uh, uh, where this big sequoia trees were. And I remember on the way out there, I seen the vineyards. They grow a lot of grapes in California. I mean, I'll tell you how much percentage, maybe 50, 60, 70% of all the grapes, huh, come from California. And I tell you, I looked out across those fields, and just like we got corn, <laughs> They got great vines growing, huh? And then there's you go out there for a ways, and then you'd see a sign, and it'd say, uh, what it, whoever owned those great those vineyards, they had a place where you could stop, buy grapes, buy wine, buy whatever you wanted to. But there were vineyards just just miles and miles of them across them prairies, huh? I thought about that. And uh, it was good to see that. I'm glad that I got to see that. Right. And, uh, and when I was reading this, it th I thought about that. Uh, <clears throat> Jesus is the genuine vine. He is the spiritual vine where all, listen, where all spiritual life comes from. If you're not connected to this vine, you have no Listen to me, spiritual life. When we were saved, when we were born again of the Spirit, we were grafted into this true mind, Jesus Christ. We were received as Jesus, when we received Jesus as our personal Savior, and God gave us the power, what? To become the sons and the daughters of Christ. Amen? Which were born nor, uh, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. A spiritual rebirth. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something, my friend. I'm talking about spiritual life today. I'm going to preach and try to teach to you what really matters. Huh? Not, not the grapes, the physical grapes that are out in the field. But this is a spiritual analogy of the grapevine in the field and the spiritual life of God's people. Amen? Hallelujah. He's the true vine, huh? And my father is the husbandman, huh? Every branch in me that beareth fruit, beareth not fruit, he takes it away. But every branch that he beareth, uh, that beareth fruit, he purge it and that it may bring forth more fruit. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! 
Let's talk about God for a minute in this thing. Amen? God is the husbandman. He's the vine dresser. It is said that grapes produce fruit for 30 to 50 years. There, uh, therefore, the, the wine, therefore, the wine vine dresser comes to know each vine, listen to this, like a shepherd knows his sheep. Amen. All are personal to him. And all are different. Amen. Ain't we all different? Right. Huh? That's the way God made us. And the, the main job of the vine dresser is to make sure the grapes grow and bear fruit. He makes sure that they have the sunlight and he cuts away any leaves that would prevent the sun from getting to the, the grapes. Weeds must be removed. Also insects and diseases must be taken care of. Watering the vines is a, is, is a must. It takes water to survive. Pruning must be done. That is getting rid of the branches that are barren, the branches that are dead and worthless. The vine will never produce uh, uh, produce to full capacity without the pruning. Amen? Yeah. God is our vine dresser. Mm -hmm. He knows each one of us personally. He tends to the cares of our lives our productivities, our circumstances, our relationships with one another, and the events that will create, listen to it, to create the best growing conditions in our souls. Amen? Yes. He puts us around the people that we need. Huh? He gathers us around the people that we love so we can worship together and, and serve God together and draw strength from each other. Yes. Praise God for that. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad to be in this little church. It means the world to me. Yes. Amen. Because God put me here. Praise God. Yes. He knows what's best for us. Amen. He lifts us up to the sun. That's Jesus. So we, will, so we will have the light to grow spiritually. Amen? As we submit to the vine dresser, he removes all the diseases, all the weeds, and anything that would affect us from sin. Amen? Praise God. He provides streams of living water so we can bear the fruit of the Spirit and of good deeds. He prunes uh, with discipline, cutting away bad habits, false beliefs, harmful influences, poor attitudes, pride, selfishness, and more. He helps us become spiritually healthy as well as productive influences in the world. Amen? 
Huh? When we say we're a Christian, huh? We better have the light of God on us. Amen? That the world will see who we are. That Christ shines within. Amen? I tell you, I don't know where I come across this one, but I tell you what, this blessed me. It said this. It said there's no other time that the vine dresser is so close to the vine, but when he is pruning the vine. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Do you understand what he said? Huh? You want to, I want to tell you something, my friend. When things happen in our life, the sins that we committed or the wrongs that we do or something happens to us and we can't understand it, my friend, he come, he knows. Listen, that's going to hinder our life. It's going to cause us not to grow spiritually. So he comes by, my friend, and he gets real close to us and he cuts those things off. That's the only way we're going to bear any fruit. We have to abide in Christ. Amen. <clears throat> the fruit that we need to bear will come from Christ. And it won't happen unless we surrender to Him. Amen. <clears throat> Verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Amen. Or without me, you can do nothing. Huh? How true that is. We cannot live this Christian life on our own. We have to abide in the true vine. We are, the, we are in union with Christ. We are dead to our old life. And we are raised to the new life by the blood of Christ. Amen. <clears throat> then it says this. Uh, if a man biteth not of me, he is cast forth and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. I want to tell you something, my friend. Huh? If we're bearing out spiritual fruit, huh? You know what that branch is? That's withered and died. It's not connected. Huh? It's lost something. Huh? Something's happened. Spiritually speaking, something's happened into the life of that believer. Something's went on and he never trusted God or she never trusted God or she got hard or he got hard in his heart. Whatever. But it choked the life out of me, out of her. Huh? There's been good Christians, my friend, strong Christians, huh? That love God and weren't an influence, my friend, huh? Upon the life. I remember years ago in this church 
when the girls was real little, huh? We had a, a preacher come to this church and hold a revival, and he was so strong. He preached messages. You could feel the Spirit of God in him and on him, huh? And he brought conviction in his messages, huh? And I want to tell you something. I got something out of that, huh? I got revived in that revival that we had. God came and renewed my spirit. I needed it, huh? It, it, God was on him and it was an influence. But I found out years later, huh? That how he was a woman chaser, I guess. And I tell you what, the lust of the flesh come in and controlled him, huh? Controlled his habits, controlled his mind. He divorced his wife and left her, huh? And I tell you what, God left him, huh? The vine withered away, huh? The vine withered away. He got disconnected from the true vine. I'm going to tell you something. Anytime you get disconnected from the true vine, you're going to rot up. You're going to rot and be cast away. Amen. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, okay. Now, what that means is, you know what? I'd like to, I'd like to have a brand new car. <laughs> I'd like to have a big house. Huh? It's not material things. It's what Jesus is saying. He's talking about spiritual things. Ask for spiritual things. Ask for those things and believe. Huh? Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Spiritual things. And then the next verse, he said, when you ask for these things and you're sincere and and. and and you trust in God, and God will use your life as a testimony and an example to others, huh? Then you'll have it, and you'll glorify God, and then God gets the glory. That's how it works. Amen. Praise the Lord. Then this is my text. This is what got me to this. I want to get all the analogy of the vine first. <clears throat> this is the text of the message. <clears throat> take ye, take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have yet tender grapes. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you something this morning, who the foxes are. I'm going to explain this. I'm going to read it to you and go over it each step. But the little foxes that spoil the vines is the devil himself, the enemy, and the carnal man. Amen. Huh? The enemy that hates God, that hates the Christian, that hates the church. He'll use anything and anybody, huh, by any means, huh, to defeat us, huh, and destroy us. 
and the carnal man we inherited. We ain't not much to say so about that. But we have the blood of Christ that is powerful. And the carnal man and the devil. Don't ever forget that. Amen. The little foxes. When I read chapter 2, as I was reading this, <clears throat> and, and let me give you my analogy of it. <clears throat> as we read this Song of Solomon, it is a love story about a young man, and I want you guys, you can read it, and a young woman who are in love. And their love for each other. They're in love and the love they have for each other. Then all of a sudden, we come to verse 15, and it tells about little foxes that destroy the vine, the grapes that are tender in the rage. It is strange, but I believe it means this. They are talking about their relationship and how wonderful it is. And they don't want anything to destroy it. It is tender. It is new. It is powerful love between them. And they don't want anything to come in between them and spoil their relationship of love. Mm -hmm. Huh? This analogy here that I when I read this of Sol, of Solomon, the Song of Solomon, chapter two. It's about relationships. Huh? It's about a relationship. This song is about a relationship between a, a I said young, could have been a man and a woman, but about love. Their relationship between themselves. Huh? And they were in love. They were deeply in love. They thought about each other all the time. You know how it is when you fall in love. You know how it is. How we've been there. Huh? I tell you, it's just, you can't wait to see that person. I mean, in a time that you're separated from each other, you know, it's like eternity. Huh? And, and you're working. Huh? And you're doing whatever you're doing. Huh? And you think about them all the time. Because you're in love with them. Huh? And you can't wait to see them again. I knew, I knew I'd get across. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. But see what I mean? They had that relationship. And they thought, oh, this is so good. Huh? We don't want nothing to destroy. We're not going to let any little thing come in huh, and destroy huh, our love for each other. We're going to keep this love. Amen? We're going to keep this love forever. Praise God. Little foxes in Bible times. <clears throat> foxes appear to be innocent, but they are actually crafty, clever animals. <clears throat> we may think that they are beautiful, Little foxes just stealing a few grapes, and that's not harmful, no big deal. 
but it can do a lot of damage. When grapes are first starting to grow, they are tender and can easily snap off the vine and destroy it. If the farmer does nothing uh, with the foxes, they will destroy his vineyard and he will have no harvest. Amen. How true that is. Huh? If we don't take care of the little things, the little sins in our lives, huh? They'll destroy our lives spiritually too. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> like I said, the, the foxes are an analogy of the enemy and the carnal man who wants to destroy our spiritual fruit of our lives. What is the spiritual fruit? Huh? Here is the spiritual fruit. Love. Are we loving? Joy. Are we joyful? Peace. Are we calm and restful? Long-suffering. Are we patient, understanding? Gentleness. Are we kind, tender-hearted? Goodness. Are we good or are we bad? Faith. Are we trustworthy? Are we reliable? Meekness. Are we humble? Self-control. Are we disciplined? Is is this is the fruit that we should be bearing. These are the graces which should characterize us as Christians. Amen. That's in the Bible. <clears throat> the little foxes that spoil vines, that hinder the growth and take away the tender fruit, listen to me, are the sins of the Spirit. There are two kinds of sins we may commit. One, sins of the flesh. Now these are gross sins. They are adultery, murder, blasphemy, drunkenness, and so on. You know the list. Sins of the Spirit are that there are three kinds of these little foxes, these little sins that spoil the vine. They are the wrong think things we think. Number one, the wrong things we think. Number two, the wrong things we say. And number three, the wrong things that we do. They can be described as heart sins, lip sins, and behavior, behavioral sins. Amen? <clears throat> Let me go through these real quick. Heart sins. <coughs> Excuse me. Think for a moment of heart sins. This, this secret sins, these are secret sins in our hearts. No one knows about. Only God. David said something about this in Psalms 51 and 10. He said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. <clears throat> what are these heart sins? They are sins such as jealousy, pride, and impurity. These are the little foxes that spoil the vines, that hinder the fruit of the Spirit 
in our lives. Lip sins. These are the sins we commit with our mouth. Lying tongue. Gossiping tongue. A hateful tongue. And an unkind tongue. People will always remember the bad things that was said about them. The, the, this little fox of the unruly, undisciplined tongue is the fox that does the most harm in the Lord's vineyards. How true is that? Huh? A tongue and a word huh, that you can say to somebody, huh? Or some uh, words that they say about you, you don't forget them. They stick in your mind. Huh? And when you think of that person, you're reminded of what they said to you. Huh? The, the, the tongue can destroy. Huh? The tongue can lie and tell stories. Huh? My friend about people. And I want to tell you something. Huh? People will believe a lie before they'll believe the truth. Huh? How true is that? How we experience that. They'll believe a lie. And and, and 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 the time the lies told, it starts here, and it, this is the example. And the time it gets back to the church, it's a twisted and turned around. It wasn't even the same lie that they told at the beginning. It just grew a bunch of tails and started growing and growing and growing. Huh? The hurtful time, the hateful time. Huh? I tell you, we gotta watch what we say to people. Because they'll take things the wrong way. God. Huh? What did the scripture say? I should have looked it up. It said we put bridles in horses' mouths. Huh? Huh? To control them. And we can. You know that bridle's in that horse's mouth? Huh? We can turn him to the left. We can turn him to the right. We can stop him. Huh? Them big ships, my friend. Like the Titanic, and now there's bigger ships than that. Huh? You know, they're run by a little tiny steering wheel. They call it a stern. Just a little thing controls that ship. How what direction it's going to go. We can contain that big ship. Huh? We can contain the horse. Huh? With that bridle in his mouth. But the human tongue, huh? You can't tame it. Is what the scriptures say. Give your tongue to God. Let God speak to you. Amen. <clears throat> Behaviors, behavior, behavior, sins. Behavioral sins. I'll get right here in a minute. <clears throat> it's that college education I got. <clears throat> These are open, <clears throat> obvious. And seeing sins, <clears throat> how we treat others in a way that is not Christ-like and not biblical. We commit this sin when we are unkind and harsh in our treatment of others. <clears throat> Listen to this. When we are wronged in our relationships with other Christians, and when we are and when we refuse to be reconciled to someone with whom we have had a difference, when we are un 
charitable, and when we are unchristian, that is behavioral sin. These little foxes rob our lives of the fruit that the Holy Spirit is want, waiting and wanting to produce in our lives. So we see here, we have the heart sin, the lip sin, huh, and the behavioral sins. These are the little foxes, my friend, huh, that spoil the vine, that spoil the spiritual growth in our lives. Amen. Praise God. What do we do with these little foxes? The way to deal with them, with the little foxes, is to kill them. They must be drastically dealt with Rounded up and put to death. In Galatians 5 and 24, those that are, are Christ have crucified the flesh with, a, with its effects and lust. Mortify the deeds of the body. That means put to death the little sins. If we don't, these little sins, these little foxes, will grow into bigger foxes. Samson rounded up 300 foxes and burned them up. The Christian is to round up the little foxes and deal with them. Sins of pride, jealousy, evil, speaking, unthankfulness, envy, and other sins of the Spirit. Amen. These things... We need to get rid of, huh, before they get bigger. And believe me, they'll get bigger, huh? We are Christ, huh? We are His, and our life is to reflect Jesus. And I want to tell you something, huh? Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to be humble. Sometimes it's hard to sit back. Sometimes it's hard to be quiet. Huh? You just want the man, the carnal man, the man in you, the man in me, just wants to bring it out and lay it all out on the line and tell him just the way it is. Just, just how I think and the way I see it. You know what? That might be a harmful way. I gotta have the love of Christ in my heart. Uh, the things that happened to me and I lived through, huh? God knew they were coming. God knew they were coming. I didn't. I had no idea that they were coming. Huh? But I just gotta put everything on him. Uh, I got to practice what I preach. Do you hear me? I mean it. Huh? I got to put it on him and let him take care of it and try to live like Christ. Try to handle it like Christ would handle it. Huh? Give it to him. Huh? Because I know one thing. In the end, 
the truth always prevails. Sure. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Let's give it to Him. Amen? He'll take care of it. I want to sum it up and we'll quit here. But we cannot do this in our own strength. The answer to it is the way to kill the little foxes is by relying on the Holy Spirit. In Galatians 5 and 16 says, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh or the desires of the flesh. Yield in yield to the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> trust him for victory, and you will bear the fruit. Of the Spirit. Amen? Mm -hmm. That's who we have to put our trust in. It's the Holy Spirit. You know what I was reading the other day? Uh, I heard it. I can't try to remember. But it said this. And I never thought about it. It says, yes. It was that part where Jesus said, He's <laughs> going away and I'm going to send the Comforter to you. He said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to you. Huh? He's going to come and bite in your heart. And he's going to bite in your life. He's going to be there with you every day. Everything you go through, everywhere you're at, He's there. He's not going to leave you nor forsake you. He's in this with you. But it said, that Jesus said, He will not say anything to you huh, but what I tell you to. <laughs> I thought about that. He's not going to say anything, my friend. Huh? than what Christ tells him to say. The Holy Spirit, huh, I tell you, is the third person of the Trinity and it's a person. I don't understand it, but my friend, he's the comforter and he's in our hearts today. Huh? And he guides us and he directs us and he keeps us because Christ huh, is in him in the three or one. Right. Amen. The perfect illustration of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I just told you this one time. Huh? When I was reading and looking at this, studying it. Huh? The three are one, but to, to get an analogy of who they are and a picture of it <laughs> was the day that John baptized Jesus in the Jordan. Huh? It said when he baptized him, huh? The scripture said, and he come up out of the water, huh? John said, the heavens opened, and the Father spoke. He said, God's up here. This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. God was there. Jesus was in the Jordan River. See the two. And he said, when you see the dove descending upon him, that's Jesus. That's my son. You know what John saw? He saw the dove. Who was the dove? That's the Holy Spirit. You got the Father in heaven, Jesus in the Jordan, and the, and the Holy Spirit above his head flying around. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. The three are one.
when we get to heaven, we'll understand more about it. Praise God. Huh? My Father is glorified when you bear much fruit. Let's bear the fruit of the Christian life. Let's don't let anything or anybody, any, any, the devil, the enemy, huh? The carnal man, anything ruin us from growing those fruits of the Spirit and being the character that Jesus was. Amen. And the world will see something. Huh? They'll see something that's genuine. Amen. And I'll tell you another thing. If we do this and we get rid of those little foxes, we're going to find out how much we'll grow spiritually and how close we will get to God. Amen. To get rid of those things that are in your heart. I'm getting rid of those things that are in my heart. Prayed about it. Huh? Prayed about it to get rid of them. Huh? Don't let them come back. Once you scatter the little foxes and get them away. If you can't kill them, don't let them come back. If they come back, kill them. Amen. Samson, <laughs> Samson caught 300 foxes. 300 foxes. He caught them and took a firebrand, which they used for fire, and tied it to each one of their tails. Remember that story? Huh? The, and the Philistines was the enemy. And he, and he took those uh, 300 foxes and stretched them out and set fire to the firebrand. And as soon as he let them go, huh, they went through the, the fields of the Philistines and burned up all their crop. <laughs> I want to change something. Hallelujah. My friend, when we let get rid of the little foxes, we'll destroy the enemy that's trying to destroy us. We'll burn up those things that want to burn us up. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm done. Praise God. I get blessed. I can't help it. When I think of this, when I think about the power of God, the power of the blood, and the power of His Word, huh? We can stand on it. It's true and faithful.